As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Star Wars 7x7, episode 789. Today we continue our series of looks at short fiction published in Star Wars Insider Magazine, the new Star Wars canon short stories. And this is a decidedly Empire-focused day today. Punch it, Chewie. Feel a disturbance in the Force? It's Star Wars 7x7, your daily seven-minute podcast. With your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and we are skipping issue 155 of Star Wars Insider because the short fiction published in there is an excerpt from Heir to the Jedi by Kevin Hearn, which came out early in 2015, and we've done whole separate podcasts about that novel itself. But we are moving on to 156 and 157, which contain the short stories Last Call at the Zero Angle and Orientation. And as I mentioned yesterday, this is a spoiler-filled podcast, so if you have not read the short stories and want to without having the results of the stories spoiled for you, then by all means, save this podcast for later. But if you're game to talk about them now, then let's do it. We're going to start in with Last Call at the Zero Angle, story by Jason Fry. And similar to the story that we talked about yesterday, 1,000 Levels Down by Alexander Freed, it happens concurrently slash immediately after the events of Star Wars, a.k.a. A New Hope. Now, as opposed to 1,000 Levels Down, which talked about the aftermath of the destruction of Alderaan, this one, Last Call of the Zero Angle, talks about the destruction of the Death Star and its effect on various TIE fighter pilots. And I learned a little something about TIE fighter pilots as a result of this. I did not know that there was a bit of a schism in between the ones that fly for the Imperial Army versus the ones that fly for the Imperial Navy. And the ones that fly for the Army are flying in atmosphere, or goo as they refer to it. And the ones that are flying for the Navy are flying in space and therefore not in atmosphere. And thus, the Imperial Army TIE fighters flying in atmosphere are referred to as groundhogs, and the ones flying up in space are referred to as vacheads. So naturally, the two groups of TIE fighter pilots do not get along with each other, and it does come down to arguments and fisticuffs happening in the bar, and of course there is an astromech droid that ends up (laughs) dispensing justice, which is always a good time. But all of these things are suspended when the news comes down from the wing commander that the Death Star has been destroyed. And as a result, he also announces that all of their affiliations with Army and Navy have been completely wiped away. The Imperial Starfleet is going on full alert, 
And yeah, new orders coming down and everybody is now thrown into one big pot together. So solidarity formed between the Imperial Army and the Imperial Navy TIE fighter pilots, the Vacheads and the Groundhogs. A neat little story. And possibly owing to Jason Fry's work on things like, you know, incredible cross-sections and the visual story guides and that sort of thing. There's an extra little bit of information included, a glossary of selected pilot slang. A couple of things we've already talked about, including goo being a reference to a planet's atmosphere. They also have dupe, meaning a tie bomber, fangs out, meaning eager for a dogfight, furball, meaning a hectic dogfight, hop, meaning a mission, imp star, short for an imperial star destroyer, in the black, meaning operating in space, versus in the blue, operating in a planetary atmosphere, Sit rep, of course, a situation report. Skull, referring to a Z-95 headhunter fighter. Now, you don't hear about those headhunters very often, and they're essentially like older model X-Wing fighters. I guess you could say they're a precursor to the X-Wing in the Star Wars universe. They were originally created, I found this via Wikipedia, just by you know diving into the rabbit hole and seeing what was there. They were originally invented for Brian Daly's novel Han Solo at Star's End back in the late 70s, which is pretty cool to find out and officially became part of Star Wars canon, the new canon, when they were included in the Star Wars Commander video game, but then as far as being published, if you're not going to count the games in any fiction or anything like that, then that happened in, oh gosh, before The Awakening, the section about Poe Dameron, because one of the missions that he was assigned had him in a Z-95 headhunter. And I'll give you the last of the slang terms they had. Splash, meaning shoot down. Stitched, meaning hit by enemy fire. Suicide sled, meaning a starship with weak or no shields, which, of course, TIE fighters are essentially (laughs) suicide sleds. And zero angle, meaning the position behind an enemy's stern. So if you're flying right behind your enemy, you're at the zero angle. All right, and so the second story that we have here for you is Orientation, and it's by John Jackson Miller of a New Dawn fame primarily. It has to do with Darth Vader and Darth Sidious, a.k.a. Emperor Palpatine. And this is actually happening right before, just during the events of Lords of the Sith, a novel by Paul Kemp, in which Darth Vader and Emperor Palpatine are heading off to Ryloth to see about some insurgency that's happening there. But on the way, they're stopping to make some inquiries about the Imperial Military Academies and about how to make them run more efficiently, basically getting them to kind of come up to the times from having been Galactic Republic Academies and now being Imperial Academies, it becomes a whole different thing. And they end up on this one particular Star Destroyer that has become a training academy, you know, flying right out of the Star Destroyer. And the guy who runs the thing is basically his own sort of figurehead. So even though the school is named the Defiance Flight Training Institute, it's known as Balo's School as a reference to Commandant Balo who runs the joint. And not only is Commandant Balo unhappy with Emperor Palpatine and Darth Vader meddling in his training school affairs, he's actually unhappy about the whole Empire thing. In fact, this is what he says straight to the Emperor's face. He says, What I owed allegiance to no longer exists. I consider the Galactic Empire a hostile power. Holy cow, who had the temerity to stand up to Emperor Palpatine and Lord Vader like that that you've ever heard of? That's insane. And yeah, he's rewarded for it with a crushed windpipe. Surprise, surprise. Which is Vader's doing, although the Emperor is actually not happy about it. He said he would have rather kept him alive 
to watch while he transformed the Navy and turned the ship into cafeteria trays, of all things. So, yeah, brutal, brutal guys. And incidentally, Balo was so unhappy about things that he actually tried to plot a course for the Defiance, his Star Destroyer, into a star. He was going to have them jump into hyperspace and come out in the wrong place and have the ship get sucked into a star and destroyed and kill Vader and Palpatine in the process, along with the entire crew, of course, one big suicide mission. But one cadet manages to figure out what's happening and alerts Vader to the problem, which is how Balo ends up getting caught up and deciding to lay all his cards on the table. And that cadet is none other than Ray Sloan. Yes, indeed, that would be the character John Jackson Miller created for A New Dawn, who eventually became a very big muckety-muck in the rebuilding of the Empire in Chuck Wendig's novels. And all of this adds up to a short story with a lot of little pleasures in it from John Jackson Miller. And that is going to do it for us today, looking at Star Wars Insider Stories, Last Call at the Zero Angle, and Orientation. We've got a trivia question coming up for you, but that's coming up after the break. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast. Maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story, too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles. Anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. All right, let's have that trivia question now. I've been waiting for this day for a long time. Last time we asked you what was different about the explosion of Starkiller Base as compared to the explosions of the two Death Stars, and that's that there was no Praxis effect. You know that goofy ring of force that comes out of the explosion? It should be a sphere, right? It should be a sphere of force emanating out of the explosion. But anyway, today's question for you, who is the only character in The Force Awakens upon whom Maz Kanata looks without her goggles on? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you fall in love with a queen in disguise, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if the show's been worth your time, please support us at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a deep space angel, it's destiny unleashed. podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.